All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Fighting Daily. Let's get into it. About uh, let's talk about what is a unit. I've heard from a listener recently asking about a unit. What is a unit size? How big should a unit size be? Is and actually their question was very straightforward. They said, "What is a unit? Is it a hundred dollars?" And uh, I will go over that on today's show. If you want to bet vig free, check out betteredge.com. They've gotten rid of the vig. It's a different platform. It's not necessarily a sports book. It's more of a social media platform where you can legally bet. But the great news is they're legal in a ton of states where sports betting actually is not legal quite yet. So check out for yourself, betteredge.com. Sign up using promo code SBD, and that's going to get you a free 20 bucks in your account. That's betteredge.com, promo code SBD. SBD. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, What is a unit? This is interesting because a lot of people out there like to instruct people what units are. You see this sometimes on Twitter. Okay, units are 10 bucks, units are 100 bucks, whatever it is, this is what we're doing. A unit should be unique to you. This is whatever you want a unit to be in your your, uh, betting and your uh, money management. So I do have some recommendations, like what I would, because a lot of people out there have different opinions, have different recommendations, uh, recommendations, different uh, ways they go about spending their money. I'll tell you how I make my bets and how I would recommend you make your bets if you're going to bet in units. So my personal recommendation would be first, decide why you're betting. Okay. Are you someone who has a, has a job, you have a, an income, you like to take a couple hundred bucks, set it aside, and bet just for fun every month. Is that your objective? Or do you take it more seriously? Do you have some sort of a bankroll set aside for sports betting? Do you make largely singles? And do you try and largely win over the course of a month or a year, whatever it is, right? A lot of people out there, I've learned doing this, hearing from a lot of you, there's more of you out there doing that than I thought before, right? Who you have a side job and maybe you try and grind out just some kind of positive every month. You don't do it for a living, right? You don't do it to necessarily pay bills or make sure you have enough to to spend, you know, disposable income, but maybe you just like to end up positive each month, right? I've heard from a lot of you who do that. And so there's more people out there than you may think who bet seriously and aren't necessarily, quote, pro bettors. So first thing you got to do is determine why you're betting because it is a different approach either way. If you're taking it seriously, here's how I would approach it. I would say bet 2% of your bankroll as your units. So if you're starting off with $1,000, which is not that much, but Again, it's all relative and it's all about if you're just doing this to kind of grind out a little bit a month, who cares? Start off with a grand. But if you do start off with a grand, I think your average bet should be to win $20. Now, the key there was to win $20. I believe if you are a a public sports better, I believe if you consider yourself to be an average sports better, you should always bet to win a unit. And the reason why that is is because over the long run, you're going to be risking more on bets that are less likely to win for you. You see, for a pro better or for someone who like really identifies positive EV, that's not the case because a plus 900 bet is still a good bet for a pro better over the long run. But for a lot of the average sports better, the public sports better, what you're doing by risking not to win a unit but on every plus bet, a unit to win something, what you're doing is you're inevitably spending more and more and more 
and you're risking yourself in a, in a higher position on bets that mathematically are less likely to lose. Because in the other direction, for the minus bets, you do only bet to win a unit, right? So if it's minus 150 and your unit size is 100, you put, you bet 150 to win 100. That's the that's what you would do. Or excuse me. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if your unit size is 100 and the bet's minus 150, you bet 150 to win 100. You're always betting to win a unit. But when it flips and it's plus money, now you're betting a unit to win whatever that is. You're risking way too much on plus bets, which for you, for the average better, is going to come in far less often. So that's why I recommend always bet to win a unit if you consider yourself to be an average sports better in the in the grand scheme of things. So once you determine why are you betting? Are you betting seriously? Or are you betting for fun? And if you are betting seriously, I think 2% of your bankroll is very healthy, right? That's 20. That's betting to win 20 bucks on a $1,000 bankroll, right? That's obviously betting to win 200 on a $10,000 bankroll. And that's obviously betting to win 2000 on a $100,000 bankroll. And there's not, now I don't bet in units, but you've got to understand, again, mathematically speaking, there's nothing wrong with flat betting in units. A lot of people out there try and determine what are my best bets and they try and put more money on their best bets. But I'm here to say there's nothing wrong with flat betting every game one unit. It is still certainly profitable if you have the best of it. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with flat betting. Now, I mentioned that I was going to tell you how I bet, what systems I used to bet. I use a system called well, okay, it's kind of a blend. I do use a system called Kelly Criterion, and you can look it up you know, yourself, but the idea is every bet is proportional to how strongly I feel about that bet. The reason you would use this system is if you're hyper-confident in your outcome and your projections for your handicapping process. If I think a game is going to win 58% of the time and the market's charging is if it's going to win 56% of the time, I'll make that bet especially if it's in hockey. But if I think a bet's going to win 58% of the time and the market's charging is if it's going to win 50% of the time, I will make a larger bet, right? It's all proportional. So that's called Kelly Criterion. You bet proportional to how strongly you feel about any given bet just to kind of dumb it down a little bit. But there's nothing wrong with betting one unit every game or to win one unit every game. Nothing wrong with that approach. But all of these considering you're all making singles, you're not parlaying anything together. All these are to win this unit on a single bet. So that's for serious bettors. That's going to be if you do take it seriously. But there's a, a bunch of people out there who just bet for fun. And I would say that's probably 70 to 80% of people listening. You make a little bit or you, you set aside a little bit each month and you just like to have some fun. For those bettors, here's what I would recommend. See what your budget is. Okay, let's just use hypothetically, it's $200 a month. I think that's probably pretty average for people setting money aside to, to bet per month. Okay, about 200 a month. Now, this isn't saying we're going to lose 200 a month. What this is saying is, I think this is a healthy amount for everyone out there to have a good time betting sports if you're not working with a positive EV. Okay, so let's just talk through this. If you have 200 bucks a month, I'm going to do like this example based on 40 bets per month. That's five bets a week. That's about one bet per day during the week. And that's about five bets per weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So 10 bets per week, four weeks a month, 40 
week, excuse me, 40 bets total in the month. So if you have in our example, $200 and you're going to bet 10 games a week, AKA 40 games a month, that would come down to five bucks a game if you budgeted every game based on that amount. Now, what I would recommend is simply double that amount. So do the math, how much you're going to spend each month or how much you're going to set aside and how many games you're going to bet. Simply set aside enough to bet for those games and then double it, okay? And you're doubling it because you're still not, you're, you're not going to, no matter how average a sports better you are, you're not going to lose every bet. You're still going to win just around 50% of your bets. You know, you're, you're going to lose about 55% long-term. So what that means is over the long run, you're still going to lose a little bit of money, but you're going to add some every month. So this is not actually meant to, to get you to skate by every month. So at the end of every month, you know, before you're putting in that, that 200 again for next month, you have like 10 left and five left. It's like, God damn it. This sucks. The idea here is to give you enough cushion because a couple things. One, I know a lot of you are going to be making same game parlays and first down touchdown scores and parlaying first touchdown scores or other first touchdown scores and doing all kinds of wacky stuff. So that's why this advice is incorporated for the average sports better. Most of you aren't going to be making $5 single bets or $10 single bets if you have 200, 200 bucks in a bankroll. That's what I'd recommend, but I know most, a lot of you aren't going to do that. So that's why I say this is a good way to approach it. Divide however, you know, like we talked about, how much do you have, how many bets do you make, and then double that. I think that's going to be a good, healthy amount for you to bet. Have some fun. And it's also going to do this. It's also going to have you practice what it's like, right? This is going to have you learn how to manage a bankroll while making a lot of the same bets you'd make anyway for the public sports better out there. So that's what I'd recommend. If you're going to have fun, you set a little aside a month, still bet in units, but that's how I'd recommend determining what a unit size is for you. Because a lot of people out there, you know, they go, oh yeah, bet, bet one to 2% of your bankroll. It's like, what does that mean for someone just betting a couple bucks a month based on what they have? So that's what I recommend if you're going to approach it just from the fun side of things. And I want to end on a quick note for today. We talked a little bit about EV, expected value. And I just want to be clear about a few things because expected value is the single most important thing for determining if a bet is good or bad. But it's actually not extremely useful for like short-term accurate projections. You know, what I mean by that is if we're in a casino and I tell you, okay, on this roulette spin, if you're going to bet 100 bucks, you have a negative EV of about $4.50. You'd say, okay. But if you lose that, you're going to say, well, I just lost 100 bucks. So much for that negative $4.50. You know, so people don't, it doesn't sit well with the average person who hears that, right? If I tell you you have a negative $5 EV for a $100 sports bet and you lose that bet, you're going to be like, well, great, my 100 bucks is gone. So thanks for the negative $5 EV. That doesn't really do me a whole lot of, of good, okay? Congruently, if you have a $5 plus EV bet, a plus EV bet, a good bet, like the bets we make on this show, and you lose that bet, it doesn't usually make people feel better to hear, hey, it was positive EV, move forward, right? So I get that. But EV, expected value, is extremely useful long-term projections. Okay, so if you're going to make a lot of bets, EV is important. But the most important thing EV is for, and really the tool we use it for, is simply to tell us whether any given bet is good or bad. Is this a profitable bet or not? Over the long run, can you win this bet long-term making this over and over and over and over, okay? That's why all casino games, literally every casino game has a negative EV for a reason. That's why the house always wins the casino 
but not in sports betting because we can find where there's a pro- where there's a positive EV and take advantage there. That's how card counting works, right? That's why card counters get booted. Card counting is not illegal. All you're doing counting cards is playing the game of blackjack. You're just playing smart or you're playing intelligently. You're using the game, the rules designed and you're betting more when there's more tens in the deck. The reason this is a a deck of cards has the same it's it's known information before you play blackjack. There's 52 cards, we know what every card is. There's four aces, there's four tens, there's four queens, so on and so forth, right? But once they start dealing the deck, things change. And in some decks, those top 10 cards are all going to be 10s, which is going to be really good for the house. And in some decks, those top 10, top 15 cards are going to be all twos, threes, fours, and fives, which is really good for us. So actually, based on the cards that are dealt, we can get plus EV situations in blackjack and bet our asses off. That's how card counters win money. And you'll get booted doing that. It's not illegal, but you'll get booted. They'll ask you to leave the casino or not to bet blackjack. But my point here is, it's all about plus EV. During those times where the decks are 10 rich in blackjack, the only thing that changes is it's positive EV for us. Therefore, we bet more money. For our weekend quick picks, the only difference in those games and other bets is it's positive EV, EV bets for us. That's why we make the bets. So long-term, EV is great. Short-term, EV sucks. But it's going to tell you, is it good bet or is it a bad bet for any given uh, game or thing we handicap. So... All right, that does it for today's show. Appreciate you listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. Hockey's back. NHL is back today. So excited. We'll have plenty of hockey talk and hockey picks coming up this week. So we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Betting Daily.